Hi, this is Lifting Radio. Thank you for downloading this podcast. You're about to listen to Pastor Femi Manuel of Living Spring Chapel International. And I know that after this message, you're going to be lifted and inspired. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to get notifications of new podcasts. Also follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at the Family Emmanuel and join our live services at www.livingspringchapel.org slash live. You're all lifted. My Samuel may not necessarily be your Samuel. But whatever that Samuel is in your life, whatever you had in mind when you were coming, whatever you were praying about, whatever those expectations are when you were coming, you will be going back with your Samuel. In 1 Samuel chapter 1, verse 18, part B of it, I want you to take note of these things and I hope you are doing your jottings. The part B of it. He says, So the woman went her way, referring to Anna, after her prophet, her priest, her pastor had prayed over her. So the woman went her way and did it, and her countenance was no more sad. I want you to highlight that. And her countenance was no more sad. She was no longer crying. She was no longer anxious. She was no longer afraid. She was no longer looking for sympathy. She was no longer disturbed. She had peace. After prophet Eli spoke and blessed Anna in the temple, the Bible says the woman returned home and her countenance was no longer sad. Can I ask somebody here? At this point, has Anna seen Samuel physically? Talk to me now. But her countenance was no longer sad. Her attitude changed. Yet, the physical child she cried to Shiloh for was not given, was not physically there. But Anna saw Samuel by faith. Because her prophet, the man of God, set over her life, had spoken to her life after she poured out her heart unto God. Her countenance was no longer sad. She believed it shall be so. Hebrews 11 verse 1. He said, faith is the substance of things hoped for. Evidence of things not seen. That was what Anna put into operation that day. Physically, the son, the child, she demanded for, she cried to Shiloh for, had not come. But having received all the messages, all the impartations, and the final proclamation from her pastor, she put on a new attitude. That is what I want every one of us to do. That is, that is what is called faith. Whom we haven't not yet seen, we believe. We are called faith people. 
We are called believers. We have not yet seen, but we believe it shall be so because God said it. We believe it shall be so because the word of God said it. What is written is superior than what people are saying. What is written is better than how you are feeling. I don't want anyone to feel sad, feel bad, feel anxious, feel troubled, feel angry, feel fearful the way you were before you came. Though the physical Samuel had not been handed over to you, but by faith, appropriating it, believing that you already have your Samuel, your visage should change. Your mental attitude should change. Your visage should change. Your language should change. Your attitude should change. Your action should take. You should begin to take action steps now. That you have received this much. I want to say to you, living springers, with all sense of humility, it cannot be better preached anywhere in the world than you have had it in the last few days. It cannot be better preached. It cannot be deeply preached by better people, better preachers, more anointed ones, than you have received these past few days. Many of us were here when Bishop Ima Isong, who morosely was describing when he met Young Dicho and the preachings. God love Jesus. Jesus love God. Both of them love you. <laughs> and he said, ah, Is this what I, I bought ticket from Nigeria to come and hear? He said, are there no better rivers? Are there no better preachers? With demonstration? With charisma? Is this one I came to listen to? But thank God he did not miss it. The grace of humility came on him and he removed his badge. It is not a bishopry issue. <laughs> this, is, this is an issue I must connect. There are grace carriers. There are fire carriers. There are generational highlighters. You will not miss your miracle. You will not miss your blessing. Anna returned back to Rama, where she came from. And her countenance was no longer sad. She was no longer fighting Elkanah. Give me a child. Give me a child. She was no longer envious of Penina. You have, I don't have. I have received my word. My prophet has spoken. God has met with me. The rest will be testimonies. Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 20. It says, Believe in the Lord your God, so shall you be established. Believe also in his prophet, so shall you prosper. I decree upon everyone that has faith to believe, you will prosper. Did I say you will prosper? No, you have prospered. I said you have prospered. As you depart today, change your attitude. As you depart today, 
Change your language. As you depart today, stop complaining of the same thing you were complaining about before you came to World Lifting Conference. Friends, this is how faith works. Oh. You are not going to see God physically. Oh. The closest you will see will be his servant. The rich man said to Father Abraham, send Lazarus, send one of the angels with you. He said, there is no, there is no, there is no point sending those ones. I have my pastors down there. The evangelists are down there. Anointed men and women are there. If they can't listen to those ones, forget it. You can't see God face to face. Oh. The closest you will see is what you have seen this week. It's what you see every day on your, your, on your pulpit. The men that God had already said and put his word in their mouth. Believe in your prophet. Believe the fact that we have not grown long white beard and bushy unkept hair. And we don't have a gadu to tie a turban. Does not mean we are not prophets. The fact that we are decently dressed, wear clean shave. I want all pastors in Living Spring Chapel to clean shave. I don't want people carrying beard. I can't pastor Boko Haram. I can't pastor people that look like they are just coming. They just escape from Osama bin Laden cave. Want us to be gentlemen. Gentlemen, looking good. Every church has its own structure, has its own culture. Our culture is cleanness, gentlemanly, or fiery and powerful. A few things I want to share with you more before the oil will touch your head. Please note it. Don't forget that we have said again and again, you can't be in a church and do what you like. You can't be in a church and dress the way you like and talk the way you like. You can't be in a setting and do what you like. No. You have to do what is acceptable there per time. You see, when you are in Rome, you'll be like the Romans. A few things to explain. Your Shiloh expectation forms. Have you prepared it? Ushers, can you still give this out? If anybody does not have this as yet, raise up your hand and fill it well. Shiloh expectation card. We have been praying. You have been pouring out your heart. Now address a letter to God. If you are writing it to God. Proverbs 23 verse 18. He says, surely, for there is an end, and thine expectation shall not be cut off. Please, by faith, describe your desire for yourself, for your home, for your children, for your business, for your platform, for your network, for your assembly, for your ministry, for your career, for your finances. Write a letter to God. And we are going to put it in this act of testimony and decree prayer over it. And every expectation expressed shall become your experience shall become your testimony in the name of Jesus. Number two, Shiloh sacrifice. Shiloh sacrifice. Do we still have more of these envelopes? 
in case anybody missed this before coming to Shiloh, in the years to come, these things will be well done ahead of time. Well circulated to all members. Whether they are coming, they will be able to attend physically or not. Since they are living springers, the same oil, the same aura, the same umbrella, the same anointing, we must participate in it together. So, every resident pastor will have explained it very well and given to everyone. That's what I did in Lagos anyway. And I believe some of the pastors also did it. Whether you are going to physically come or not, connect to what is lifting all of us. Shiloh encounter sacrifice. And we said sacrifice. There is a big difference between offering and sacrifice. And what many of us, many Christians have been doing all their years in church was to give offering. Never had they really done sacrifice. Never had many people ever done sacrifice. Offering is what you give without feeling it. Doesn't affect you. If the, the, the hundred naira, the two hundred naira, the one thousand naira, depending on your level in life, the 5,000 naira, the 10,000 naira, the 20,000 naira. It doesn't affect your budget. doesn't affect your planning. If you, if you lose it, if you miss it, you won't look for it. How many of you here will go to a police station to report if you miss 1,000 naira? You are looking for 1,000 naira. You can't find it. I will report to police. So who took my 1,000 naira here? What is... Offering to you may not be offering seed to me, depending on the level that God has placed each of us. And that is one thing I want this church to understand, and I want all my pastors to go and teach very well. Do according to your faith and according to your level. We are not in competition. We are not in competition at all. Everyone should ascertain his or her level and your work with God and your faith in God. I always say two or three things determines what a Christian should give to God. Your faith in God, your love for him, and the level by his grace that he has placed you. It doesn't have to be everybody, one, one, thousand, everybody, two, two, three. No, at your level. At your level. Sacrifice is what you give painfully. Sacrifice carries with it pain. Whatever you give to God that does not pay you is an offering. It's not a sacrifice. Sacrifice will affect your budget. Sacrifice will make you to step down some things for now. Sacrifice. Abraham, take your son. Your son, Isaac, the one you love, that son of your old day, the son of promise. I will show you a mountain where you will sacrifice him. David said, can I offer to the Lord my God that which cost me nothing? Sacrifice will cost you something. A lot of members in our churches don't give sacrifice. It's offering. And I was saying in one of the sessions, tithe and offering is not what they used to build university. It's not what they used to buy jets. It's not what they used to do all those great, great structures that ignorant press people are blackmailing pastors about. Sacrifice. Sacrifice. Did you hear David the Beerman? Somebody said he's going to build 10 sanctuaries for God in his lifetime. 
in salvation ministry. He has already built one. How much? How much? 350 million. He's already building the second one. That's sacrifice. At his own level, you don't have to do 350 million. But can't you do a million? Can't you do half a million? Can't you do 200,000? I see a lot of things as I pastor this church. I see a lot of things. I see some of our branches struggling to buy landed property, struggling to build their structure, struggling to buy generators, struggling to buy a bus, struggling to pay the rentage of the avenue. And members are there, our leaders. All those of you, by the grace of God, shall be ordained tomorrow. Those of you who had already been ordained, those of you who will be ordained next year. By the grace of God, ordination will be annually now. Because we are going to be growing. And uh, UK, get ready. There are people that arrived there for ordination. Get ready. It should be ordaining them next year. Ordination should be yearly. It shows whether a church is growing or not. If somebody said, he alone and his team one in a year, 39,000 members. That's not to talk about what other people are winning. Everybody's winning. Even if we cannot win 39,000. Can't we win 3,900? And as long as souls are one, added to the church, established in church, they show their commitment, they show their devotion, but the nation should continue. So somebody said to me, they say, I'm not going to be ordained. I said, if I don't ordain this year, you'll be ordained next year. Just make sure you meet up the criteria. If you don't meet up the criteria, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, you are not ordained. It's not ordination so that they can be more committed. It is because they are committed, now they are ordained. Now they are ordained. So, sacrifice. I see some of our assemblies, including where I pastor. Church want to buy chairs. Church want to do the flooring. Church want to do the ceiling. Church want to do... And they are not able to raise it. The pastor has announced his uh, mouth. is even now heavy to talk about it. And some of the members are leaders are dedicating houses of a hundred million. Are dedicating cars of nine million, six million. Sending their children to Canada, to United Kingdom. Doing burial ceremony and cows are crying to hell. And they are in that same church where they can't do the roofing, they can't do the ceiling. When they say money, everybody's looking down. Ah, we should understand what the kingdom is all about. God gave you so that you can give out. God gave you so that and it has not, that doesn't have to make noise about it. I have said. I am no longer distributing envelopes and asking anybody, we are doing this project too. We will teach giving as we are teaching now. We will teach seed and harvest principle. And we will, I will show it by my life example. And let everyone connect to God the way he sees it. Until a thing becomes a revelation, it's like pastor is frustrating everybody. Let it become a revelation. Let giving become a revelation. Let serving God become a revelation. Let prayer become a revelation. Let it become a revelation. And pastors, if we have to pray at all, that's where we have to concentrate prayer on. 
Lord, send laborers into your vineyard. Until God send them, you can't force them. Nothing is so frustrating than trying to force an unwilling people to do what you want them to do. Nothing is as frustrating. But when you see passionate people, you say, my people shall be willing in the days of my power. That's an area of prayer. That's why I say many of our fasting and prayer, I, sometimes some people, I hope some people are not misunderstanding me as if I'm speaking against fasting and praying. No. But we fast and pray for the wrong reasons. Can we fast and pray? He said, the field is white, ready for harvest. Pray to the Lord of the harvest. Don't send laborers. We need laborers. And when we say laborers, heart committed, soul devoted, their finances committed, everything committed. It's in Living Spring Chapel, I saw couples, families that are not willing to let household hold in their sitting room. They don't want household. Maybe people will soil their beautiful rug when they come for fellowship. They don't understand the reason why God gave us things. God, God does not give us things for ourselves. We are mere landlord, mere caretakers. And that is the encounter I had with God some years ago that changed my life. He just changed everything about me. When God said, when me and God struck a deal, I own nothing. God owns it all. God said, I will make sure you lack nothing. Now that you have entered an encounter with me that you own nothing, whatever is with you is mine. I will make sure you lack nothing. Brethren, I lacked nothing. Under the sun, I lacked nothing. For life and living, I lacked nothing. But I own nothing. He owns it all. And going to make sure I don't lack. And, and, and what is life about? What's life about? If you don't lack a thing, if you don't lack anything, is that not the zenith of life? That's the zenith of life. It's not that I have 10 billion in the account and the thing is breathing there. I have houses in London, in New York, in my village, one in Port Harcourt, one in Lagos, three in Ibadan. Uh, that's not life, that's madness. I have only one house and I don't intend to build any other till I leave the planet Earth. Every other place I go to, I check into a guest house. Check into it. I was listening to this, not a Christian, Alaji Aliko Dangote, the richest black man on earth. He said, I own no building, no house anywhere in the world except Lagos and Kano. He said, every other place I go, I check into the hotel. I'm just going to do a few days there. I come back. So, I say to people, the building you need is where you live. The one you build in your village, inhabited by rats and rabbits and rodents. Oh, so that when you die, they can, they can accept your dead body in the village. We, we let tradition just mess us up from the things of God. I don't know how I got into that one. But please understand that as much as you have, when there is a call in the house of God, do it without noise. Roof the building, do the ceiling, tie the floor, air condition the environment, buy the bus, buy the generator without a noise. Say your father that sees you in secret will reward you openly. Sacrifice is what you give that touches the poor. You know my story? Twice I had to close all my accounts 
call all the fixed deposit, sell off all the shares. My accountants are here. My secretaries are here. Is Pastor Tunde Israel here? Where is Pastor? You are at the bar. Is Dele I know here from Lagos? Is it gone back? Oh, you are there. Those are the ones that runs my account. I will say, close it. Ah, daddy, daddy. Boy, boy, I said, no, everything. Daddy, everything. Daddy. They call it me daddy. I said, you are tempters. Go and do what I ask you to do. Don't tempt me. Daddy, you are selling all these shares. Daddy, your fixed deposits. A hundred million naira. The thing is not, it will take some. The next 45 days, I say, call it. This property must not go. I own nothing, but I lack nothing. That's the best state of life to live. The life of a man does not consist in the abundance. I'm not asking you to do that if you don't have such an encounter. I am not asking you to go and close your account to Ebiopa. Nonsense. Except you have an encounter. Except that is what God is asking you to do. If God is behind it, you will have testimonies as we are giving now. So, Shiloh sacrifice is what is a sacrifice. Make it a sacrifice. I have prepared my own. It's a check I have written. I won't tell you how much. So, if all you are putting in that envelope is 100 naira, 200 naira, where you can do much more. Somebody said to me on WhatsApp, you probably must have had it this morning. This morning, I think I answered that question this morning. Daddy, I want to be giving sacrifice, but 500 naira, 1,000 naira, is that? How many of you had it this morning? You had my answer. That even 20 naira, 50 naira, if that is your maximum best, it's a sacrifice. It's a seed. See, it's not the amount in the envelope, it's the amount in your heart. God is not looking at what you have given. He's looking at what you have left. Because he gave all to you anyway. All the one in the cooperative. All the one in the fixed deposit. All the one in your investment. God knows it all. So I said to him, no, you are wrong. 100 naira, 500 naira, 1,000 naira. will be a good seed at your level. If that is your level. It all has to do between you and God. Not between you and man. I said, you remember the widow in the temple? That gave two fathers, and Jesus said she gave the best. When we talk about widow's might, I didn't understand it for a long time. Widow's might is not the smallest. Widow's might means 100%. All. So your own widow's might may just be 5,000 naira. My own widow's might must be maybe 1 billion, maybe 10 million. That woman gave her last, her all. That was why the commendation came, not because he gave the smallest. What I'm teaching you this morning is not just for this morning, but for your life. For life. For life. So, pastors, go and teach this. There are offering givers in your church. There are no sacrificers in your church. One person. All the money we are trying to raise to do things in all assembly, one person can do it. They have it. You will know when they have issues in their family, when they dead man is burying their dead people. You will know when Nigerians are doing ceremony, funeral, and con con, you will, you, will, you, will, you will say there is no problem with the economy in this country. If you 
they will take a show, be 30,000 per person, 40,000. And they will be fighting and struggling. We must get our priority right. I think I spoke about priority. I think I spoke about priority the other time. There is no Shiloh without sacrifice. It's a culture we will teach in the years to come. First Samuel chapter 1 verse 3. And this man went up out of his city yearly to worship and to sacrifice at Shiloh. There is no Shiloh without sacrifice. So let's go and teach our people what Shiloh sacrifice is all about. So please prepare a sacrifice to back up your worship. Write a check. Prepare it. Like I told you, I have written my own check. And when it comes to the time, everyone will make Shiloh sacrifice. If you didn't do it well this year, Please do it well next year. You can still get back home and rewrite and send to the account that shall be showing you. Now, we have come to see, we have come to hear. All of us that participated in this year's World Lifting Conference, we have come to see, we have come to hear. Hearing is number one. Romans chapter 10 verse 17. Romans 10 17. He said, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word. We have come to hear and we have heard. Please don't miss Chishilo yearly. Don't miss World Lifting Conference yearly. Make it an adventure to the end of life. Come yearly to hear. Elkena, Anna, they went up to Shiloh year by year. It is part of our Christian life year by year as many years as god will give us to live make up your mind set it aside mark your diary it will always be this period every year it will always be this period every year and if there's going to be any change you will be notified long ahead of time don't miss shiloh any year matthew 11 28 he says, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. I will give you rest. Thank God we have come this year. We have come from different cities, different locations. People traveled down, flew, bought tickets. People rented buses, drove hundreds, if not thousands of miles. We have come. We have come. Those not here, since Monday, they missed a lot. Let's call it spade a spade. Those members that are not here, these that are not here, they can't be at the level we are now. They have missed a lot. Even those that are not here this morning, they have missed a lot. They miss all the sowings opportunity, the giving opportunity, the impartation and the prophetic, the teachings. Somebody said to me, I will be watching it online. It's not, it's not the same. If watching online is the same as being there physically, then there will be no spectators at the stadium. When your Arsenal and uh, who are the ones are playing. Because they can watch it on TV. But watching on TV is not the same as being in the stadium. You know what I'm talking about. People will buy tickets from here and they fly to go and watch their dream team. We have come, we have heard powerful messages. 
prophetic blessings, impartational messages, apostolic declarations. We have heard, we have heard, we have heard. Sermon upon sermons, messages upon messages, we have heard. But brethren, that's only part one. Somebody say part one. Somebody say part one. Coming to here is part one. I have asked you, you must come. Make the plan annually till the end of life. You must come. But that is only part one. Part two is that we must do what we have had. We must make up our mind to do what we have had. We must turn the potential energy into kinetic energy. We must start running with the words that we have received. We must start running with the messages we have received. We must translate what we have received into action. We must impart them, apply them to our lives. Our real lives. All we have received since Monday. What we are receiving now. What we will receive tomorrow. All that we have received in this year's conference and year's Shiloh. Now it is time to apply them. There is no bird or aircraft that will fly with one wing. It won't balance. It will come down. That is where many of us have problems. We have only one wing to fly. No other one to balance it. So there is crashing. To come and hear is one thing. I have asked you to do jotting. We have built the culture of jotting now. Thank God many people are taking to it. And I hope pastors are emphasizing what I'm emphasizing. Thank God. But what about applying what we have had to our real life? Our real life situation. Our marriage situation. Our health situation. Our church situation. Our departmental situation. Our zone situation. Our house situation. Our business situation. Our career situation. Our academic situation. Our financial life situation. Applying all these things we have received into real life situation that is where the transformation comes this is where everybody need to work on this is where the real work is this is where destinies come alive or die this is the place i prophesy your own will not die I prophesy, you will not die. You have received them in seed form. Go and plant. Go and water. Let it grow. And nurse it to fruition. All you have received since Monday has been in seed form. The seed is in your hand. Somebody said, what God gave Adam when he put him in the garden of Eden was the seed. The planting, the watering, the nurturing was his own responsibility. You have received the word in a seed form. Go and plant it in your own situation. Your business situation, your career situation, your health situation. Pastors, 
your assembly, your growth situation. Go and plant it, water it, nurture it, protect it, grow it until it begins to bear fruit that people will see physically and visibly. If you hear this word, you are blessed. But if you do them, you manifest. James chapter 1, verses 23 to 25. James 1, 23 to 25. It says, For if any man be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. Verse 24. For he beholded himself and goeth his way, and straightway forgetted what manner of man he was. Verse 25. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty, continueth therein, he being not a forgetful, a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in all his deeds. This man shall be happy in his marriage. This woman shall be happy in her home. This person shall be great in her business, in the career, wonderful in ministry. You can apply it on and on and on. I like that description. Please take time to read that passage again in different versions of the Bible. James chapter 1, 23 to 25. Different versions of the Bible. To have balanced meaning. It is like a man that looks at himself in the mirror. As soon as he turns away, he forgets completely. Please, if all you do after this great convention is to forget everything you have heard you are like this foolish man just forgot we ask you take note take those notes are not for decoration they are for you to go over at your own time you are talking too much you are too much on facebook social media is killing your life do you have some time for yourself all alone in your office on your bed the next one hour the next one and a half hour switch off the phone I will go through these things. Am I applying them? If not, coming year by year, we just be telling the same story. Telling year by year, we just be telling, it just become a religion. That's the way people just turn things into a routine, to a religion. No effect, they are still doing it. Ah, the thing makes me look. I don't know which word to use. I have seen party in church. And in churches, including ours, the life of many Christians and many ministers of the gospel, doing the same thing year in, year out. No progress, no changes, no increase, just doing it. I'm making it the religion. Just doing it. Whether you are making progress or not, just doing it. No. No. You hear me say again and again, if you are working and things are not working, stop and check. Something is wrong. If others are getting results on the same feed, in the same environment, and you are not getting, something is wrong. Don't arrogate it to witches and wizards. Don't say the power from my father's house, from my mother's house. Those nonsense. Nonsense. Those superstitious mindset. Don't die on that one. He's working with other people. He's not working with you. You go and find out what they are doing. You go and find out how they are doing it. If what they are doing is ungodly, is devilish, stay clear. But if it is scripture, and you are misapplying it, or you don't understand it, many of us are too traditional to be, tra- to be transitional. Our traditional God is so thick, we can't see anything new. 
Jesus Christ said, you have used your own tradition to void the word of God. That is what I see all over. Except for those that God begin to open their eyes. And those are the men we are bringing to you. And it is, that is who I am to you. Leaders, you have had messages from Monday to Tuesdays. You receive from me. You receive from our senior pastors. You receive from other pastors. Our two guest ministers came and they preached their heart out. Nobody can preach it better. Nowhere. You have it richer and better. No conference all over the world. Nowhere. You have heard about medical. We have seminars. God's servant came, my daughter, and she spoke passionately with knowledge using the privilege of her career and experience to teach us and warn us and guide us and instruct us against diabetes. How many of us will go and apply that? Or you just hear all those things? Just forget. Just forget. Then you die of diabetes and say it's witches and wizards? No. You have had no more excuse. But you see, as great as she ministered it, she taught it, she can't force you to do it. You know, I keep saying that. That's the frustration of a pastor. Touch your heart out, but I can't force you. Giving you the truth. I'm giving you the truth. I show by my, there are certain testimony I give of myself I shouldn't give. It's between me and my God that I had an encounter. God said everything from today's your own. It doesn't concern you. It's between me and my God. But because I'm a pastor, I'll go down deep to let you see. I'm not just this thing, this thing. It's working for me. It's working for me. I said to you the other time, just plan your life after mine. You will be happy and fulfilled in life. Do things the way I do it. You will be happier. Don't make the mistakes that I made. Don't get slowed down. I tell you everything. I use my wife. Thank God for her. Even though sometimes we get home and he looks at me somehow. Say, I'm the only preaching object. You always say, well, you are the one that put yourself into this. When I say, I want to marry you, you didn't say no. So once you marry a pastor, <laughs> once you marry a pastor, I say, you are the only one I can use to preach and you will not leave the church. <laughs> I have seen people who left church and say, Pastor, use them to preach. But you, I have changed your name. I have changed your. There's nothing. If you are going now, they say, Dupe Ujumu, Dupe Ujumu, you will not even remember that you used to be Ujumu. So, <laughs> you are the only one I can use for my illustration, and, you will, and I will not lose you next Sunday. You heard about entrepreneurship. What are you going to do about it? Young people. I spoke to you personally here yesterday. Two days. How to generate an idea. How to run with it. Are you going to leave it that way? And be praying. Lord, okay, Jesus, Jesus. Oluwa, Oluwa, Oluwa. Dabira, Oluwa. Sheyanu, Oluwa. Giving him all the ingredients. is not running. You heard about marriage. Are you still going to go back home and animosity continue and uh, our crisis continue? Nobody will say, darling, let's settle now. At least we had. And I have said to you, there is nowhere on earth. Husband and wife don't have issues. Nowhere on earth. Pastors, bishop, even me, ask your mommy. We have issues. 
And I have told that when a, a husband and a wife have issues, small issues or little issues, big ones sometimes, especially when you allow it to fester, when you allow icehiders to breathe into it, <laughs> your woman will be ready to go know me. And I've said to you, the one that says to the other, darling, let's say to now, are we going to just be doing boom, 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 you see yourself on the road and you're going inside the same house. I said the one that takes the initiative and say, let's say to now, is the most matured one. Whether it's the husband or the wife. The one that says, mm, 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 he, he, he needs feeding bottle. He should tie bib around his neck. Please, don't just hear these things. If you hear them and you don't take steps to resolve them, to make progress, you are like the man James described. Just hearing. Many of us have had too much, our head are swollen, yet no motion. Because we are not taking step about it. How you apply these truths to your real life situation is what separates us into classes. We are all, God loves all of us the same. But you also know that we are not in the same class. What separates us into classes is what you do with this word. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 2. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 2. It says, for unto us was the gospel preached. And this is another scripture I want you to highlight. You should have highlighters. I have told us all of us should return to paper Bible. I'm not asking you not to have your electronic Bible, your iPhone Bible, but you must have a paper Bible. Highlight it. You get more from reading it in the hard copy than in the soft copy. Those of you who wrote your master's degree, your PhD degree, is it only online you read and you have those degrees and you wrote all those theses? Oh, you check a lot of things online, but you must still go to hard copy, to books. What you read in books stick more than what you read online. True or false? True or false? And if we leave the Bible to iPhone, iPad, Bible will go into extinction. So please, combine the two. Thank God I did not forget that. Hebrews 4.2, let's go back there. For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that had it. Shikena. We have all received the same ministrations, the same word from Pastor Femi Manuel, from Favor, from Bode, from everybody, from Imaisong, from David Ibiome. They preach their heart. They don't preach it more than that in their churches. Sometimes they don't even preach it that much. You heard David saying to you, he runs five services every Sunday. And he said, from January, they are going to be running how many? How many? And can I shock you? Is the one that preaching all the seven. He's the one that preaching all the five. So his message is 35 minutes. 35 minutes. They have put a clock before him. He said, if I'm over, they have put because it is 90 minutes service. Choir will sing. They will do everything we do in church. They will take offering. And imagine taking offering from an audience of 38,000. An audience of 25,000. I see some churches, they stand forward to give offering. I said, you are, because you are small. <laughs> if you are pastoring a church of 10,000, 15,000, and they must stand forward to cast the offering, the sun will set before you close. 
but they have perfected their acts. And his own mercy, 35, 40 minutes. Next service, 35, 40 minutes. Next service, 35, 40 minutes. Next service, we are going to grow. The gospel was preached to us like unto them. But what they had did not profit them, did not lift them, did not advance them, did not prosper them, did not heal them. Because they did not mix it with faith, they did not put it to action. Faith makes action. James chapter 2 verse 18. James 2 18. He says, show me your faith without works or without action. And I will through my action demonstrate my faith. Faith is a demonstration. All of us go and demonstrate your faith in the areas of what you have received. Regional pastors, assembly pastors, all the restructuring I spoke about, go and put it to practice. I said, change what must be changed, drop what must be dropped, add what must be added. No sentiment about it. No sentiment. If you look well, those of you who have been coming around here for a while, if you look at Dominion City audience, Lagos audience, the two churches where I pastor, especially Lagos audience, somebody was asking me of some known names. You will see some known names, so known faces you no longer see. Some of them simply walk away. Because we got to restructure, we got to get these things right. It's not sentiment. We took our microphone from you because you can't meet the racist criteria. We took our microphone from you because you are not there on Tuesday. You are not there regularly on Sunday. You are not there at a retreat. You are not in SICOM. We took our microphone from you. We face you out from the audience. No strange face must come on our pulpit. If you want to leave because of that, that's all right. But there are many who reconfigure themselves, reposition themselves. Those are the ones. You can't pastor rebels. You can't pastor goats. Sheep is what you can lead. And so I want, I want to move. Oh, God bless you. Just make sure we meet in heaven. Please leave and let's meet in heaven. God bless you. Daddy, me and my wife want to. God bless you. Let's meet in heaven. Bishop Oyedepo. <laughs> I've never seen a man like that. Those days, me and my wife used to say, what kind of a man is this? We are close to him. What kind of a man is this? Who will get to church on Sunday and say, Mr. and Mrs. So-so-so, Mr. and Mrs. So-so-so, Mr. and Mrs. So-so, please see me after service. Maybe four, five, seven, eight families. We get to his office. God said, I should pray for you to leave. He said, if you continue with us in this church, we won't grow. In the name of Jesus, you are released. Go and prosper. Go and do well. Bye-bye. But today, he rules the world. Sometimes you got to do like surgeon. You have pity on your patients. You can't cut and sew. You will die. You will die. I've never seen so audacious. Those days we say this man is wicked. This man is tough. Are you doing it like this? Ah, I didn't know. I was the one that was foolish. Please. I'm not saying you should go and send people away. Everybody in the church is important. But whoever is not running with the vision, please don't put them forward. When you bring somebody to the pulpit who does not come to your word and power service, who is not in this church, is comable, whenable. We are calling people to give, is not there. 
is not humble enough, is not in the house, is not connected to all our values, and is the one that comes on Sunday. Everybody praise the Lord. You are sending the wrong message to the congregation. So it does not really matter to be devoted here. It does not really matter. I mean, all you, you know what will be happening in your church? You will see people struggling to be closer to you. Because now pastors party because of that shall not happen. In all my 26 years of pastoring this church, nobody can say that's pastors party. Nobody. I don't have a clique. I don't have people that are close. Those that are close to me are the workers. Those that I can go and do this, go and do this, and they run. If you have a problem with me in this church, can I say this to you? If you have a problem with me in this ministry, there's nobody you can send to me. There's nobody you can send to me to help you placate me. Not even my wife, she knows. Not even her. I don't tell her many things when it has to do with the life of church members. That's my ministerial ethics. That's between me and my members. You can't, if she knows, you can't go to mommy, daddy. Nobody. And I made it deliberately so. No sentiment. The only passion I have is for the kingdom of God to grow. I don't have any other passion. The only passion I have is for soul winning. Oh, if you are a soul winner, if you are devoted to this church, if you are committed to our values, oh, you are my friend any day. But if it's because of the size of your car, what, what size of car is anybody riding that is more exotic than mine in this country? Lexus 570. That's what President Buhari is riding. That's what anybody anywhere is riding. So you can't intimidate me with your car. What money are you going to give me? Am I hungry? What clothes are you going to buy for me? This is the kind of thing I wear. Thank you for your perfume. You understand your daddy. Uh-huh. You know you know what your daddy loves. God bless you. So, what is anybody... God has already made me. So, what is anybody going, coming to bring that will make me... No. The only thing that you can do to buy me over is when you are a soul winner. You remember my birthday year by year. You hear me announce it. The gift I want from you is not clothes. It's not money. If you give me money... You want me to bless you. I will take it and bless you. If you buy me clothes, I will take it and bless you. If you buy me a car, I will take it and bless you. You want blessing. You are sowing up so that you can be lifted. Not because I need it or anything will happen to me if somebody doesn't give it. And not because I will, not that I will look down on you. Or I will not allow you to come near me because you are not the people giving me things. No. Have I shut my door against anybody in this church? My wife was still having issue with me this morning. I told you we always have issues. I woke up since 4.30 a.m. I had to do a lot of things. Some of you have sent messages to you this morning. And then I was sending bad day messages. I don't miss it. If you don't get your own, it's your network that has problems. My wife said, ah, bad day, you know. Why don't you look for somebody to be doing it? I said, no, 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 leave me. I've been doing this for 24 years. I said, if anybody takes this away from me, I will miss it. Because it has become part of my life. When I'm coming to London, I carry it. When I'm going to America, I carry it. When I'm going on cruise, I carry it. Anyway, it has been, you have done something every day for 20-something years, for goodness sake. I said, if you take this away from me, I will be sick. It has become part of my life to link up with my members. 
to say hi to them, to pray for them on their bad days. It doesn't take anything away from me. I said, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Praise the Lord. So, there is nothing anybody can do. You can only make me know you and like you and flow with you because your heart is in the work. When your heart is in the work, oh my God, we fly and go anywhere together. By the grace of God, that is what we will be. Pastors, don't nominate people or relate to people because they give you. You will, you will have money. You are not going to be like this. You have had it all. You have had it all. Impact determines welfare in ministry. Once your impact is there, you just wait. It's a matter of time. Bishop Michael Fallaby used to be in Winners. And I went to visit him. Moved down to Ibadan. If you see the mansion, if you see the house, if you say, ah, only Bishop. Bishop. And he said when they were sending him forth, where he was coming from, they gave him no money. No cover. He said, you ah, he said, you know, in all the 20-something years, there is nowhere they didn't transfer me to. In and out of Nigeria. He said, people whose life my life have touched began to reinforce everything. Buy this, buy that. He was sick. They carry him to India. They carry him. People that my life has touched. Pastors, be touching lives. Just be touching lives. People that your life has touched will never forget you. Don't think, how much are they paying me? How much are they paying me? No human being can pay a pastor. God pays his servant. Say, I hear. Please, change what must be changed, add what must be added, and drop what must be dropped. Hold your monthly self summit as we do it here. Hold the cell review monthly as we do it here. Hold monthly this meeting as we do it here. Hold all the zonal meeting as we do it here. Your council meeting tomorrow, uh, Monday now, we are meeting on this on this Shiloh that just ended. We are going to review. We are going to preview. Where are the mistakes? What went wrong? What did he do well? What must we drop? What must be at? We are there till the evening. I said to you the other time, the two church, this church has no crisis at all. Church is good when there are no crises. When there are crises, undercurrent, talk, 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 choo, 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 gossip, 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 the church is coming down. Before you know it, people are exiting. People are leaving. Ah, we don't see you a pastor. Or you are a drunkard. I will come and see you. He will never come. It can't happen here because we meet weekly. It can't happen here because we meet monthly, different sessions. Meet monthly. And the last item in our we take minutes of all our meetings. Matters arising one by one, one by one. Any AOB, when it comes to AOB, my people will talk. I heard this so. Somebody said this so. Somebody said this so. And once we need all those things, we start working on them. Go and call him for me. And call him for me. Call him for me. For me. You know me. Meeting, meeting, meeting. Meeting, meeting. Nothing meet up except there is meeting. After Bible study, I must meet some two groups before they go. Technica, please meet me. Usher, please meet me. So, 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 meet me. Uh, Ojo, I'm meeting you on Sunday. PA, text them. They must see me. There are some people that must meet me today. I've already sent text messages to them before I came. Uh, you are one of them. They know. Meeting, nothing meets. 
You think the federal government and the state government will not be meeting and Nigeria will continue? No, before you know it, fire here, fire there, war there, war there. You can't run a church as a sole administrator and succeed. I, your presiding pastor, I'm not doing that. As I meet here, I meet in Lagos, so I'll be meeting, meeting, meeting. I finished like this, once you gather share. The group that I must meet, they know. You don't allow it to fester. You don't allow it to go, to grow. You don't allow animosity to continue. You don't allow rebellion to continue. You don't allow gossip to continue. You don't allow glitches to be built. The church will go down. You don't allow it. Church is a hard work. If God does not call you, don't attempt it. That's why when you say successful pastor, please salute them. Ah, if you me, I am the wealthier pastor. Ah, pastor, he man brag, he could brag, he's a workaholic. Paul and Peter, you lived with him. You lived with him. He's a workaholic. He goes out on evangelism. Deola. He goes out on, he was telling you here now. Villages, they will show him, be showing the video. He put on his face cast, he's in his gym. He has a team. I am already planning for that now. Pastors, get ready. You and your wife, build a team. Edeko said, except you are in the, on the street, they won't be in the church. And I said, you cannot ask your members to do what you are not doing. You hear him say it again. There is nothing I ask you to do that I'm not doing. There is nothing I ask you to do that I'm not doing. Ah, if a pastor can see that. We went to visit him when they were getting married. We went to visit uh, Bishop Edeko. I got a time. Ah, I'm bringing your sons to you. So why in his office? Canceling them praying for them, telling them some things which between them and God to succeed in ministry. And he said to me, it was you I was waiting for. We are going to our next preaching post. We're going to our, and I don't know whether you know, Alagba do Songo Otaro to Ijoko. That old toll gate, before Songo, say it has 37 uh, what do you call it? Cashment areas. Around that place where he goes. I saw the vehicles, two vehicles mounted with PA system. And then he told us last time, and I got that message. I didn't get that before. He said he has a team of 15 people that work with him on his street evangelism. And they are on his pay record. They are fully paid. So when they go somewhere, who will hear that Bishop Oedeko is coming to pray for them in the market? I will not quickly suspend his shop. They will have gone. And I think that this is what they just took to Jesus' method. The Bible says Jesus will send his disciples ahead to the place where he himself will come. That's the method they are applying. They will have gone ahead. Papa is coming. He's coming to pay for all of you in this community. Papa is coming. Ah, if you know I'm told the Pastor Emmanuel is coming. He's coming to this community. And by the time Papa comes, the whole place, that's why he's getting all those thousands. He speaks to them for five minutes. He said, I'll pray three prayers. I'll pray for prayer for you. Prayer one, bow. Prayer two, bow. prayer three is in the church tomorrow. Tomorrow you will see prayer four. Tomorrow. It was him telling us. And as soon as they finish, these staff, they have vehicles, buses. They, all the names they have gathered, they have all their decision slips, they have all their literatures. They work on them and they are back in church following Sunday. A year, 2018, 39,000 souls from one team. All his pastors are doing that. All his owner ministers. Everyone is a soul winner. And I believe God is happier with that kind of a church than all the gossiping church. Terrible things. Inanities. Can I say this to you? 
if you are a soul winner, you become a God loves you. God loves soul winners. If you are a soul winner, you have had it again and again. Instead of tying your problem to wishes and wizards, going to fasting, going to mountain, tie it to soul winning. You will see the power of God in action. Tie it to soul winning. I'm not selling. I can't get admission. They didn't give me visa. Salvation ministry people, winner people, if they are expecting something to happen and it doesn't happen, when they are going to for, for visa, when they are going for contract negotiation, when they are going for interview, you know what they do? They go and win two or three souls. <laughs> they go and win souls. They don't say, I must go for fasting for seven days. Ah, Baba, Allah, I can't okay. I must go to him. No, no. I don't know what they did to And of course, whatever happened to them will also happen to us. People tie God's blessing to soul winning over there. They tie it to soul winning. He look at his shop. No customer is coming. He will close the shop tomorrow. Say, tomorrow, I must, in case I didn't win so. But here, in other places, they say, ah! I want to like that. I want to like that. I want to like that. No. They say, I must win so. And they go after that soul. IBI. Identify, befriend, and influence. And when they come giving testimonies, when they come giving, the whole place will be roaring. And then I won soul. I brought them to the class. I pay for their Bible college. You know they have Bible college. They are the sponsor. I pay. I pay their how much is Bible college? Three thousand five hundred. I, I gave them scholarship for Bible college. I saw them through. Wow! Doors just open for me. I just got oil deal. I just got all the whole church will be running. So their mindset has been so colored that when you want God to help you, win soul for Him. And I think that's a better Christianity. We left the real things and we ran after Monday. It has changed from today in Jesus' name. All we have heard. Please, let's go and do it and make close up and then we'll do all the impartations and we go. Apply it to your own individual lives as well. Please, apply all we have heard to your own individual life. Tithing, giving, walking, devotion to God. Please. The reason many people are poor, and many people are poor, many Christians are poor, and the reason many people are poor is not because of the economic situation of Nigeria. No. It's not because of the bad policy of the government. No. As long as there is no war, Nigeria is a fertile soil. No, it's not because of the level of your education. No. Many Nigerians are, there is mass exodus to Canada now. Mass exodus to Canada. To some other parts of the world. What are you going to do in Canada when you get there? I'm not asking you not to go. You know, if you have my page like this, I balance it. If you want to go and have your visa, I want me to pray for you, I pray for you. God, let them give him visa so that he can go. But when you get to Canada, what are you going to do? Walk. Pay bill. Walk. Pay taxes. Walk. 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 You have children. Send them to school. Walk. 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 It doesn't make you wealthy. You just walk throughout your life. What makes people poor is lack of the understanding of investment. That's what makes people poor. Because they are not producing anything. 
you must be a producer of goods and services that people buy that makes you have money and when we say pay tight give offering that opens the windows of heaven and god gives you ideas connect you to good people send help us for your life that's how it works salary can never make anybody wealthy it is from hand to mouth always calculating always calculating always calculating no, no, no. we can't do this this month so no you know you know let's postpone is that what we build the kingdom that will not build the kingdom and i see people who live that way they live only for self if i can just manage my children and pay their school fees and run our car and pay our bill it's all right it's never all right the kingdom of god must be preached so please it that i don't i don't Poverty is not it's not, it's not a native of anywhere. They are from London. There are poor people. I see people sleeping on the street in Brixton. In Brixton, in that cold. I was in America. They took me to downtown. I see people like animals. Wow! In America. Same thing I was in Spain. All over. People are poor everywhere. And people are rich everywhere. So it is that lack of understanding that you need to build a platform. You need to have investment. You need to be a producer of goods and services that makes you poor, not the economy of the nation. Nigeria is still a very, very rich nation. And money is still flowing. Don't you see how those Asian countries, the Chinese, don't you see the invasion in our country? All over. They are kidnapping them, but they are still coming. They are kidnapping them, they are still coming. You think if there is nothing, they will be coming? Ibiome told me, he said, there is no pastor I invite all over the world. All these doctors, so, 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 all of them. He said, there is nobody I invite. Even if you have invitation before, he said, you will cancel it. And I said, you are spoiling them. Somebody preached for you. Where is the, what's the name of this wisdom man? Dr. Mike Mudo and others. Have you listened to them talk about? Benihin, have you listened to them talk about David before? He said, there is nobody on earth that has ever blessed me with seed like this man. I said, David, you are spoiling them all of us. All of them for us. I wanted to invite Mike Mudo. I said, you won't let me invite Mike Mudo. Because if I invite him, and you know that we are friends, he will be expecting from me what you are giving him. <laughs> he invites somebody and gave him a hundred thousand dollars. Ah, a He invites somebody, give me a hundred thousand dollars and a brand new car. Ah, he said, I'm sewing. I'm sewing. I said, That is not sewing. <laughs> that is no longer sewing. <laughs> Praise the Lord. There's money in this country. You know, people are making money in this country. Even as a baker, bakery, poultry. Now the borders are closed. Poultry farmers are happy. If, if you know how much you will buy chicken this Christmas, better go and get ready. There's money in this country. But many people are so blind. Terrible mindsets. Everywhere around you, there's money. I prophesy, none shall be poor again. God will open your eyes to what to do. Uh, people can afford 1,000, 2,000. What kind of a life is that? What kind of a life? Now, this is the only country where you see people tying water in nylon bag. Water in nylon. Nobody knows the source of the water. 
and they are becoming millionaires. People are buying. And they do that in London. They will end up where they put people there. You have heard the truth. Go and apply it. That is what I want to live with us as we go. If you don't apply this truth, you have pastors. If you don't go to your assemblies and build a house cell and build a structure and hold meeting and go on evangelism yourself, we will come back next year telling the same story. If you don't apply it to your life, we will come back next year telling the same story. But if you apply these things, one year is enough. Isaac sold in the land. And in one year, the Philistines envied him. By the grace of God, all around you will envy you. Don't just hear these things. Put them to practice in different areas of life. Don't tell me our environment is not conducive. You see, this environment. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. It's a principle. You apply the principle, it will work anywhere. Go and build up your life, self-development. Train your children and don't let them suffer what you suffer. Everybody should be entrepreneurially minded. That's the kind of people I want to build. I don't want you to have this civil service mentality for life. Just being able, some people are satisfied just being able to eat, pay house rent, build a house. Are you here to live for yourself? No. We are here to live for the kingdom and bless our community. I told pastors yesterday, you can put our five minutes radio, turning point radio, in the local radio around you. Go and work on that. Talk to Demola. Edit it for you because you need some media to keep backing up what you are doing. Go and work around that. Raise some people. And before you know it, you are able to do it. And when more people come to church, more resources will come. Not just in terms of money, but in terms of IQ, in terms of skill, in terms of in terms of influence, in terms of position. People will come to church with what they have, and when you touch them and they are well established, they will use, I mean, just like my sister, I'm sorry to refer to you all the time, look at that experience, look at that with many, many of you. Look at our IT, look at AY. Ayobami that came out yesterday teaching us, how much will I pay Ayobami if we want to employ him? He doesn't take a penny for what he does, and he leads a whole team that takes WhatsApp all over the world. All these hackers, it is in my push to them. They understand each other's language. And he's doing it, and God is blessing that young man. God is blessing him. I don't want to go too far. For he themselves does not like people talking about him. If you can serve God, leave the rest for God, he will bless you. We are going to do December 31 night in the stadium this year. And the media will let us know if it can be live streamed so that all of you all over the place can connect to it 8 p.m. to 1 a.m. Nigerian time and um, it will let you know it will let you know we used to be uh, holding it in stadium and the whole city knows we are returning back to it in the name of Jesus if you look at the time, the city our big boss are already up and we are going to do more as we close this service tomorrow amen bring out your expectation list it is time to raise it to God, pray over it, and drop it. Now, those of us in Ibadan, Ibadan churches will be meeting centrally tomorrow. If we still have this invitation card, grand finale, world lifting conference, ushers, if we still have it, please give it to people. Use it to invite people here tomorrow. 
your neighbors, your upliners, your managers, address it to families and individuals and bring them to come and hear the word of God and have fellowship here tomorrow. Please do that, do that, do that. I will shortly be praying over the calendar and the sticker for 2020. We have given 2020 a name and the calendar is out. The sticker is out. These are the things you should take along with you to your church's pastors. Buy quantities for those that are not here and encourage them to have and hang it around them. If you are a living springer, living spring material should be all around you, all over you. Put those stickers on your doors, on your cars, and the cars. How many of you know God will give you new cars as we enter the new year, even before the end of this year? Now, by faith, buy stickers that you are going to put there. Hang all the calendars around you. I am going to pray over it. Please give me one calendar, one sticker. I'm going to pray over it, and everybody rush it and take it. I understand some people still don't have our coat lapel. Please make sure you wear that lapel, selling our brand everywhere you are. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast and ensure you subscribe to get more podcasts to keep you on the success track. While others say there is a casting down for you that you'll be a lifting up. I love you.